0: The Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coaches Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Buy it Fuels Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Burson Southwest Time Manufacturing, And UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. What is Matt Mosley
1: from the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, as we continue our holiday fair. And uh, everybody who's maybe off or home or whatever, just, man, thanks for being with us. We've had a good time this week doing some radio. We'll go right into the weekend and, of course, get you ready for those semifinal games. I've been watching some of the prep. And then last night, Aaron, I was uh, I was extremely dismissive of those Jayhawks yesterday. And you remember you, you were t- saying, hey, load up on Arkansas in this game. And I scoffed at you and said, no, Kansas at three and a half. I, I would go that route. And then I had to <laughs> laugh. Last night, I'm out eating with my wife. And uh, we were having a nice date. And... At some point, I get a text from my neighbor, John Paul, big LSU fan. And he's like, unbelievable game. And I'm thinking, what? Like, I'm thinking the Tech game hadn't been going long enough to be an unbelievable game. What could he possibly be talking about? I mean, the last thing I knew, when we signed off the radio, Aaron, and I did my play-by-play, which Tom always loves, and said 31-7. Okay, the uh, the Razorbacks are up over Kansas and if the Jayhawks didn't come all the way back and tie that game and they finally got beat, 55-53, to 53, Aaron, is that right? Did my Jayhawks cover?
2: <laughs> they did, and that is why I do not bet on sports. It really is because I called that game pretty perfectly, I think, for the first two-thirds of it, and then all of a sudden the Jayhawks came to life, and, man, they, they came so close to winning that thing.
1: Wow. I mean, they were turning the ball over, looked awful. I felt bad in that overtime where they were having to go for two. They had a really good play. They tried kind of the the Philly special, what Philadelphia did in the Super Bowl, and they ran kind of a reverse-type play. And the backup quarterback, Jason Bean, and, of course, we we do this now. We did it to poor Blake Shapin. Oh, man, look. If you slow it down, look who was open. Look at this guy open. So it's it's a little unfair because all that stuff's happening in real time. And of course, it's easy for us to come out and say, "Oh, look who was open." But the tight end, the tight end for Kansas got way got wide open. Now you remember the tight end Aaron that beat uh, University of Texas, not this past season, but to, you know last last season, um, with the catch in Austin to take down the mighty Longhorns. I think his name is, like, Jarrell Casey. Like, that was fun seeing him in overtime for Kansas. He was making – he had a, he had either one of the touchdowns and, like, one of the two-point conversions. There he was again, the folk hero in Jayhawk land. So that happened, and then Texas Tech just beat up on Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss. But, Aaron, even though it happened a couple of hours ago, I've been talking about it with all my buddies – I jumped on, did some podcast work on this, Aaron. Let's hit the, um, let's hit the breaking news sound. The smoke coming from Pat F. Hall. Okay, it's kind of like when there's a pope, and they release the smoke at the Vatican. When there's a new coordinator for the Bears, they put they have a little they they I think they ring the bells and they put some smoke up, and. um... <laughs> Some of the over there near the fountain, Aaron, where people used to hang out, there was a different kind of smoke that would come out of there. But anyway, back to Pat Neff. The smoke started to rise, a white puff of smoke. And then we knew the Bears had a defensive coordinator. Now, Aaron, do you think there'll be like a news conference later today? Will there be a big. (laughs) <laughs> Will we all get together and get to talk to the dude. Maybe not. Maybe not. But you'll know. Just so you know, I have officially put in a request for the Matt Mosley show. We want to be the first to interview Matt Pallage. That's right. There's a there's another Matt in town, and he's returning to town. And uh, Coach Pallage was uh, went to Oregon. So take that ducks! You thought you were so big, taking Austin Novosad and his family, and they, they you know going around in all their their high tube socks to practices and all the dad never played it down in his life, but he was very excited, take a lot of pictures as he should be. But Aaron, uh, the uh, the news has hit And Palance returning to the Bears, the new defensive coordinator for Baylor, he was the safeties slash co-defensive coordinator for the Oregon Ducks. And Oregon has been living high on the hog, and they had all these, you know, they were able to – did they win that game last night, Aaron, Oregon? Did they beat UNC? 28-27, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In fact, if I I remember correctly, I think it was the the Oregon – on the conversion to make it 28 27 it hit the left upright and bounced in <laughs> for uh that's like the one bowl game on fox congratulations fox good job good job espn has the other 35 bowl games but you did a good job um so aaron uh, coach pallage and i was sending aaron all kinds of stuff he's had a bunch of stuff to do with the john morris show But, Aaron, how exciting. I went back and found from April, like, 27th, 2020. We don't have to do this today. Maybe we'll try it tomorrow. And I don't even know if that link worked, Aaron. You may have not had a chance to try it yet. But um, Coach Pallage was on with the Matt Mosley show. Back when assistant coaches were allowed to talk all the time, it was another world. But it was under the Aranda era, era, and uh, it was – it was right before, it was the spring before the um, they were getting ready to have Aranda's first season, and it was the height of the pandemic. We had no games, and Aaron Simcox was with me, and we were doing three hours of live radio a day with no games, no nothing. And fortunately, Taylor Bryan, the, the football SID at the time, and he probably paid for it because... There's some people over there at Baylor. you know? It's like, oh, coach, we don't want you doing, no. Uh, but anyway, this 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 was a time when we had all sorts of uh, access to coaches, and Matt Pallage was on our show, and, and that was so. I'm looking. I'm looking right now at that thing. That was uh. That was fun. Now I want to see if Coach Pallage has changed here he is matthew pallage oh he's already done it defensive coordinator he's got his backdrop well these these people that do all the social media edits and stuff aaron they are they are really good and uh pallage has there he is they've taken he's got the red profile beard and somehow they got the organ stuff off of him and have the green and gold pullover and a Baylor cap on his head. Now, the good news is Oregon is, is kind of green and gold. It's a little bit different kind of green and gold, or green and yellow, they may call it. Um, so some of this is a little easier. But our photo edit people over at Baylor, all those social media people, y'all are great at what you do. I don't. I don't really know them. They because they're kind of behind the scenes, but they do a nice job, don't they, Aaron?
2: They they do. They do a great job. They're as good as, as any anyone in the country with the, the, the stuff they put out. Because I, well, I'm on Twitter a lot, <laughs> and, yeah. I'm, and I mean, you know, I use a lot of media stuff for our guests, and 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 the the people that do it at Baylor are just fantastic at their jobs. Yeah,
1: yeah. And and TCU has some some interesting things too. They do a nice job of it. But um, last night, Coach Pallage is is able to finish up his holiday bowl experience. Oregon wins that game, and then Matt Pallage becomes the next defensive coordinator at Baylor. Now, where has he been? Who is he? Well, he was a safeties coach at Baylor and a special teams coordinator in 2021 when they had a great season. They came in 2020. Now think, think who he was coaching at safety: Aaron Petrie, J.T. Woods, Christian Morgan. You know, I, I, that, I mean, these were really, really fine players. And Petrie ended up being, you know, Thorpe Award finalist. He was amazing. So he was. Um, Powell did a great job. Now before that, he had been. At Louisiana with Billy Napier, who's now the Florida coach, and he was known for some great special teams work. There is what Pallette is is uh, is was was known for. Now, Aaron, he was also known for being a big listener to the Mosley show. So that's great. That's good for us. Well, you always want the coordinator to to be in here and be a uh, be a big fan of the show.
2: Speaking of listening to the Matt Mosley show, if if our regular listeners heard your interview with Mac Rhodes uh, last week, was it? Or the week before last? He yeah, talked last about, week. yeah, last week, he talked about the hiring of a new defensive coordinator and said that he thought that Coach Aranda would go in the direction <clears throat> of more of a younger, up and coming mm-hmm. DC instead of a, an older, established defensive coordinator. And that's exactly what happened.
1: Yeah, and we talked about it. Mac was involved in a lot of these discussions with Dave Veranda is, is as always the case. But when it comes to hiring, I mean, I think Dave certainly gets to go what direction he wants to. But I think Mac is a great sounding board and also helps him evaluate and decide what way he needs to go. And, and they needed to find, in their words, the right fit. Okay, that, that was a big thing. Fit was everything here. And to your point, Aaron, which is a really good one, young, young. I mean, very young. I think he's age 35. And I hate to keep bringing up Ron Roberts because I like Ron. Uh, but we have to kind of use him as a frame of reference. Uh, there was something not happening. There was something they didn't like that, that was happening with the defense coordinator. And Ronnie Weed, of course, got caught up in it, too. That's partly maybe because the special teams were struggling this year. But Ron Roberts, the thing they kept saying is, we need somebody that connects with the players, person over player. And if you listen to Coach all year, he talked about weaponizing. you got to watch as a coach when you have a poor effort that you're, uh, or you're playing poorly, that your ego doesn't get in the way in the way you coach up these players, and I think for whatever reason, they couldn't get Ron Roberts where they needed him to be. They, and, and, it, and it came down to relationships with players. Now, you got to be able to coach, too, and know the scheme. And the good news, Aaron, and I'll, we'll have more on this as the day unfolds, but I'm hearing from former players, former parents of players, for Coach Palage, I mean, that are familiar, that had players that played for him, that have great things to say about how respectful he was of the players, how he had kind of his own system, in a sense, for playing safety and what his DBs needed to be doing. And I would even say that other position players at times were kind of wishing they were getting to play for Coach Palage. Those are all good things. And of course, those don't mean anything if you go out there and you go six and six again. But he's going to have an elevated opportunity here. He is an up-and-coming young coach. He fits, as Aaron brought up, he fits all these things that uh, that Baylor was needing, and uh, and I think that is uh, I think that is extremely important as uh, as we get ready for this new change. Baylor has found a new defense coordinator, and I think it'll be interesting now because this guy specializes in safeties. He did both at Baylor, and then he did it at Oregon as well. So I would think whoever they replace uh, Ronnie Wheat with, um, there there might be um, Coach Palage may want to have some say in that. Could it be someone, uh, perhaps an analyst, or someone from the Oregon staff? Could be, could be that could be somebody else the Bears have had their eye on but uh, to your point Aaron, getting younger, person over player character, uh, being you know having these relationships with the players it's a different era it's a different type of player. Nil all this stuff's going on. I mean if you have if you have a program, and you now in this in the portal era, you can transfer right away. I mean, you can lose a player in a heartbeat if things get crossways and all that. So, in a sense, you have to really work on these relationships. And I think that is a big reason Palage is here. And uh, and I'll have more to say on him as uh, what he likes to do with the safeties, what he likes to do with the scheme, and we'll hit a little bit more of this of course, in Campus Confidential. All right, Cowboys are in Nashville. I don't know. The Titans may just forfeit this game. This is a strange situation, what's brewing in Nashville. One of my old buddies from the ESPN.com days, a a former blogger, and now he covers the Titans on a full-time basis, lives in Nashville, uh, and his name is Paul Kaharski. He joins us next. Baylor women's basketball opens Big 12 play December 31st in the Farrell Center hosting TCU on 104.9 FM.
3: The Baylor women open Big 12 conference play this Saturday in the Farrell Center against TCU. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 2 p.m. tip-off Saturday on 104.9 FM.
1: Baylor Big 12 women's basketball with Sophia Young-Malcolm and Derek Smith on 104.9 FM
4: it's happening now the year-end inventory sale at Lone Star Structures prices have been slashed on in-stock storage sheds greenhouses, kids playhouses, chicken tractors porch swings, picnic tables and gliders conveniently shop their inventory online 24-7 at LoneStarStructures.com or visit their location at the I-35 Midway Drive exit in Temple or on Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Ask about their rent-to-own options for select items. Lone Star Structures is family-owned and operated and has been building top-notch storage sheds since 1997. They have earned a solid reputation for good old-fashioned workmanship and professional service. Visit LoneStarStructures.com or call Lone Star Structures today at 254-773-5400. Hurry in, sell in soon.
1: Howdy, Chuck Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no,
0: a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a
3: bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join
5: the expedition at baylor.edu alumni.
6: Happy New Year from ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded
7: in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at BarnettContracting.com.
8: What are you supposed to do when you pull up behind a truck that doesn't even have a hitch? I mean, it's like looking at plumber's crack. Do you cover your kid's eyes, look away and switch radio stations? Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters asking for your help to end this embarrassing form of truck nudity. If you have a truck, at some point you need to pull something. It could be a trailer to haul stuff off to the dump, maybe a jet ski, a boat, an RV, a horse trailer, even just a bike rack. The point is, put a hitch on your truck's backside. And at Pickup Outfitters, we actually install more hitches than anything else. Whether it's a receiver hitch, a gooseneck, or a fifth wheel, we'll cover your aspirations to not drive a nude truck. And all hitches are covered by the Pickup Outfitters Lifetime Installation Guarantee. So cover your rear end with a new hitch from Pickup Outfitters on Lake Erie Drive in Waco, where we're fighting to end truck nudity in Central Texas. Check them out on our website at createacomotioncom slash hitches.
4: ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Grouping. Kansas came up short in triple overtime to Arkansas, 55 to 53, in the Liberty Bowl. Texas Tech got the Big 12's first bowl win of the season, beating Ole Miss 42 25 in the Texas Bowl. Raiders head coach Joy McGuire got a six-year extension just hours before kickoff. Bowl season continues today with Syracuse and Minnesota in the Pinstripe Bowl, OU and Florida State in the Cheez It Bowl. And Texas and Washington in the finale tonight with the Alamo Bowl kicking off at 8 o'clock. Baylor basketball beat Nickel State 85 to 56 in the Ferrell Center last night. Thursday night football has Cowboys and Titans tonight, kickoff at 7:15, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. The Mt. Rice basketball tournament at Midway High School continues today with a full slate of boys and girls games. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
1: All right, uh, more on this Baylor hire of a new defensive coordinator. Matt Pallage is in at defensive coordinator. Paul Kaharski joining us now. And uh, Paul and I go way back to our blogging days at ESPN.com. Me on the (coughs) NFC East. Paul likes it. uh, Oh, he gets in there on on the south. And, I mean, Paul, I got to tell you, this was – uh, I've always, I've admired I was just looking at your Twitter. I mean over 100,000 followers. My goodness, you just keep running up the score and uh you can follow Paul now paulkaharski.com. He's also been a radio personality in Nashville for a good while. Paul, are you are you getting excited about tonight's game? Is there is there any sort of build up to this one or have the fact that uh, the Titans are resting all their players and trying out a new quarterback? Has that taken the air out of the uh, any kind of buildup to this one?
5: Here's how exciting it is, Matt. I, I want to stay on hold um, after a- our conversation to hear about that defensive coordinator at Baylor.
1: <laughs> we can accommodate you in that, by the way.
5: No, it's <laughs> never uh, – the NFL is never that boring to me that I would want to hear anything about. Uh, a defense coordinator at any college. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's a a bye week for them pretty much. And, look, they're they're not just resting these people. I mean, they are beat up to hell. They've used 100. um, I don't have the stat in front of me. They've used more people the last two seasons than anybody. They've used 91 last season. I think they're at 82 this season. They can't stay healthy. And even healthy this year at seven and three, it was fool's gold. It was easy, Matt, to look ahead.
1: Paul, we're uh, we're. I don't know where you are right now. You may be. uh, Surely, it's too early to be getting over there, close to the stadium. But uh, we lost you there for a second. You have me back. okay. Yeah, yeah, you're back.
5: Was, I, I think <laughs> It was easy to see them losing to Cincinnati, Philadelphia, the Chargers, the Cowboys. It was hard to see them winding up in a divisional battle with Jacksonville. And mm-hmm. right now, they're going to try to get as healthy as they can, uh, go to Jacksonville next weekend, win a game, win a division. Yeah, they're not going anywhere in the playoffs if they do. And it's hard to imagine they'd lose their six, six tra- straight tonight and find some winning recipe on the last weekend of the
1: season. Boy, it's one way – this is one way to make people appreciate Tannehill more. Uh, you, uh, your report of seeing this earlier today, Paul, just an hour or so ago, uh, that sitting Malik Willis tonight is in no way about protecting him for next week, which I think maybe some people were, were led to believe – Titans want to see if they might have something better for Jacksonville, considering how bad he's been. So, I mean, I got to tell you, as somebody covers the Cowboys and and kind of casually knew what Malik Willis was up to, we're always kind of like, well, it's a young quarterback. That'd be kind of fun to see what Malik Willis looks like. Have you already seen enough of Malik Willis to kind of know what it, it is? And is it almost kind of like, I mean, are are people already giving up on him? Or is it just kind of like, hey, this guy needs an offseason to maybe get his feet back under him? Where where are the Titans with uh, Malik Willis?
5: Well, it's hard not to have recency bias and think that he can't do it. Yeah. Um, But he he certainly can't do it now. Mm. Um, I I mean, and they haven't done a good job designing stuff around him. I mean, he ran 11 RPOs last week um, in a loss against the – Worst team in the league, Houston. They got 111 yards off that 10.7 a play, and they got under four a play on everything else they ran. So why aren't they running more RPOs with the guy who can't really um, throw it in a traditional drop-back setting? It's beyond me. Offensive coordinator here has got to be in trouble. He's been really bad the last two years, Todd Downing. Um, but, I mean, he's nowhere near ready to play. And they're, to me, you know, even if the guy's not ready to play, uh, starts three games, you would see, I think, Matt, a little bit more than we've seen on some special plays where you go, okay, there, there it is. Uh, it's just a matter of time until, uh, you know, he figures some things out and they figure out how to use them. And you can see an inkling. I've seen that inkling. And, you know, the reason he fell all the way to the third round. Um, you know, people would look to Steve McNair and say, well, you know, he sat two years coming out of a small Mm -hmm. school. It took him a while. I don't think in this day and age, in in this week, you get that that kind of time. Um, And so they're at a crossroads with Tannehill in terms of what they have to do to rebuild this team. They could save 18.8 if they cut them this year and only have about 17 dead money but I don't think he can go forward into next year no matter what degree of rebuild you're doing with Malik Willis as your quarterback. So they've got big decisions to make, starting with who their new GM's going to be.
1: Yeah, and that firing of the GM, uh, Robinson uh, happened you know, in the middle of the season, so that's always kind of interesting. Talking to Paul Kaharski, paulkaharski.com, on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Do you see any scenario where the Titans could... Whether it's rallying around Dobbs, whether it's maybe they have enough on defense to make some plays, get some takeaways. Dak has had a penchant for turning the ball over. Is there any scenario in your mind where this is an actual ball game tonight? I believe the line is sitting at about 12 and a half, as we, which is a large line for an NFL game.
5: I think they need to get 14 points from the defense and the special teams and that the Cowboys would have to play horribly for the Titans to pull off a, a miracle today. And I think nobody would be more surprised than the Titans if, if they somehow found a way to lose this game and if and if and uh, to win this game. And if Dallas loses this game uh you know get out your uh, your notebook to to rank it amongst the five worst regular season losses they've had in <laughs> you know jerry in the jerry jones era
1: <laughs> oh man you're not very hopeful for this will this be a a, a massive cowboys crowd the fact that you know everybody yeah. kind of gets their crack at them are they going to take over the stadium this evening
5: It would have been anyway. Uh, This city, um, you know, Titans have been here since uh, 97. They've been the Titans since 99. Even when the Titans are good, and they've been good for the better part of five years, um, teams that travel well and that have national fan bases tend to infiltrate this stadium pretty regularly. Um, My 13-year-old son went to a... uh, Dave and Buster's slash um, birthday sleepover tonight at a friend's. And he wanted to buy him a, a basketball jersey today. We ran out this afternoon and uh, at Lid's, the guy was answering phone calls about what Cowboys jerseys he had available. And I saw a couple guys in Cowboys jerseys walking around. So people were getting ready to uh, be appropriately dressed Tonight, teams with much lesser national fan bases than the Cowboys have filled up the seats in the front uh, front row behind the visitor's bench. And uh, people are disgusted here with the turn of events. Um, and and I think given a choice, it's given them away. A lot of people, though it's more attractive than it was uh, since he's uh, the woeful text when it was the coldest game uh, coldest home game in franchise history.
1: Yeah. Well, it's interesting. The GM gets fired. You say the O coordinator is in trouble. We'll see what happens against Jacksonville. Could the head coach um, uh, who you've uh, known over the years, I've kind of seen y'all go back and forth in news conferences, press conferences. uh, Could there be a change at head coach, uh, knowing there's always more changes than we even anticipate after these uh, after
5: these NFL seasons? I, I think it would be a huge mistake. He He's terrific. At worst, he's the ninth best head coach in the league. I think the Colts would snatch him up in a second, and he would kick the Titans' ass for 10 years uh, and shift the balance of power between those two teams back in Indianapolis's direction. Uh, I mean, he's made some mistakes this year, no doubt, but the number one thing this franchise has going on is roster's not good enough, and Amy Adams-Strunk made the move that addressed the person that was in charge of that. Mike Crables a terrific head coach. He's got some things to get in order, but the the chance that she could do better than him is zero, Um, and I think people would be lining up to hire him. The two of them just signed five years extensions in February, She's eating John Robinson's. She'd be crazy to eat Mike Grable's. He, he should be an institution here. He's a great coach having a bad year that's been dictated mm-hmm. by a bad roster, bad depth, and terrible injuries that they've got to get to the bottom of.
1: Why wouldn't the Titans go after the Cowboys' great GM? I mean, why does he never get interviewed by anybody? He's such a, I mean, he, he amasses great talent. This is an incredible rookie class, yet no one ever wants to interview the Cowboys GM. Have you noticed that?
5: Well, I, I don't think Jerry Jones is available. But what's the what's the uh, guy's name and person? Oh,
1: Will, Will, Now, Will McClay would be another story. That would be.
5: You know, I, my understanding, yeah. from what I've you know, the little research I've done, is that it'd be really hard to get him to leave Dallas.
1: True. Yeah, but but for the right price, and everybody has somewhat of an ego, and you can never truly be th- seen as the guy. In Dallas, there's no way. Now he yeah. he probably I don't makes know what, great money. That, what
5: the power yeah. dynamics going to be here? Vrabel certainly going to, I would think, be the stronger of the two. Now, I think it's still a, an attractive job. Owner stays out of the way for the most part. They got a new stadium coming in 2026. 20, uh, you know, after they sort through this salary cap stuff, I think they'll be in pretty good shape. They're going to have to find a quarterback. Um, and this GM will be working with a, a really good head coach, as I said, so, and it's one of 32 jobs, you know, but a guy yeah. like him, uh, you know, he's in a pretty good situation sitting at the right hand of, uh, of, uh, of an owner who, you know, um, is willing to do anything. Um, but they haven't won in a long time, obviously on, on a grand scale.
1: Paul, have a good night. I look for any excuse to catch up with you and, uh. Uh, I I thought about you the other night. There was a piece of mail that came in from your alma mater uh, at Columbia here at the house for my daughter. And, and, you know, when you see something like that, it gets your attention. But I immediately thought of you, and I thought, maybe Paul would like knowing there's some mail ending up from his alma mater.
5: Um, Well, dude, I know that you have done exceptionally well. But if you could afford to send her there, you've done far, far better than I (laughs) have.
1: No, we need some scholarships to to really come into play here, but uh listen, it was uh, fun. I'm going to have my producer now uh put you on hold and I want to I want you to be able to hear about Baylor's new defensive coordinator Matt Pallage. show. Stand by if you would.
5: Yeah, yeah, that light will stay flashing in 3 2
1: <laughs> Good night. Good night. There he goes. Paul Kuharsky. My old uh my old buddy from our ESPN.com blogging days, he had the Titans and the Colts in that whole, the AFC South, and I had the NFC East. Aaron, did he just hang up on us? He did. Is that is that almost kind of like, see, that's the opposite of Kevin. Have you ever noticed Kevin will just try to take over and say the goodbye for me? <laughs> <laughs> longquist all right it is time for something we call we got to get if, if we're going to have paul on again we got to get his phone straightened out we're not we're, we're never going to put up with that nonsense again it is time for the uh the campus confidential baylor has a new defensive coordinator we tell you all about him next Welcome. Baylor basketball rings in the new year with a trip to Ames for the Big 12 conference opener
5: against Iowa State.
3: The Bears open Big 12 conference play this Saturday in Ames against Iowa State. 12:30 for the countdown to tip off. 1 p.m. tip off this Saturday.
8: Baylor Big 12 basketball with Pat and John
1: all season long here on the home of the Bears,
5: ESPN Central Texas.
9: NeighborWorks Waco is now in their 30th year of assisting families in the Waco area and purchasing their first home. Today, over 3,200 families have been assisted, and these new homeowners have gained over $320 million in home equity through these years. Would you like to be a part of these results? Give us a call at 254-752-1647 or register to get started at www.nw-waco.org. Let NeighborWorks Waco open the door to homeownership for you you and your family.
10: Hi, everyone. Brian Reese here, general manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco, wanting to wish everyone a happy holiday season this year. December is new bike month as we close out an incredible record year here at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Come see me and purchase any brand new 2022 model Harley and receive a $1,000 gift card to use as you please. Again, happy holidays from Harley-Davidson of Waco.
0: There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays. $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday. Discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays. $2.50 domestics on Thursday, Thursday. And $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. 3.30 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco.
6: Happy New Year from Game Time, weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas.
7: BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke to Detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel upgrades, and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254-292-8908. Call
0: BP Services electricity is on your list. Call BP Services your needs. I pry home d D 292-8908 Your need is I pry horn.
4: Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from your friends at Agritech Animal Health. You want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies and take the worries out cost-effectively. That's what you get with Agritech Animal Health and Chad Spitzer and his staff. With over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry, from the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to serve you with that personal feel and products that you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game. 254-883-5500. Merry Christmas from Agritech Animal Health. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Kansas came up short in triple overtime to Arkansas, 55 to 53, in the Liberty Bowl. Texas Tech got the Big 12's first bowl win of the season, beating Ole Miss 42 25 in the Texas Bowl. Raiders head coach Joy McGuire got a six-year extension just hours before kickoff. Bowl season continues today with Syracuse and Minnesota in the Pinstripe Bowl. OU and Florida State in the Cheez It Bowl. And Texas and Washington in the finale tonight with the Alamo Bowl kicking off at 8 o'clock. Baylor Basketball beat Nickel State 85 to 56 in the Ferrell Center last night. Thursday night football has Cowboys and Titans tonight. Kickoff at 7.15, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. The MT Rice basketball tournament at Midway High School continues today with a full slate of boys and girls games. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
6: It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley.
1: Oh, it's so time. It is so time. Um, What is this? uh, Aaron, what would Dave Aranda say? This this hire, a defensive coordinator, is way Way important. Way cool. It's way cool, and it's way important. And uh, also, appreciate the question, Aaron. Uh, I... I like the hire. I really do. And um and uh Aaron, let me I will turn it over to you and you can kind of set it up however you want. I got a lot of things to say about this um about this hire Baylor has hired. Well, Aaron, I'll let you make the announcement. You're you kind of like to to uh announce the news. So, uh go ahead. Who is uh, who is Baylor's new defensive coordinator, Aaron?
2: Baylor's new defensive coordinator is former Oregon co-defensive coordinator Matt Pallage. Pallage served as the safeties and special teams coordinator at Baylor before going to Oregon for last year and returns to the Bears to be the defensive coordinator, replacing Ron Roberts, who was let go a few weeks ago.
1: All right, there it is. Take that, Oregon. Take that, Ducks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh trying to steal the quarterbacks from the Bears because they had somebody leave them, and they did, by the way. They they were able to flip a quarterback, but we got Matt Pallage. And um it's a good hire. I really like it. Uh I think he's a good fit. He's got great energy. He's young. And as Aaron pointed out earlier, this is what Mac Rhodes was kind of talking about. He gonna get up and coming. Aaron, you don't think Mac already knew it was Matt Pallage on that fateful day we were talking to Mac last Tuesday (laughs) in Fort Worth, do you? Mm. Now, what I don't think Mac knew is that we were going to lose Novocide at that point. And it started to take a turn for the worse that evening. And then by Wednesday, we got the news that uh, the young Novocide had uh, gone to Oregon. But coming to Baylor, at some point, we're going to move on from that. We're going to need to talk about who Baylor is going to get in the portal. And I saw today people talking about, oh, Baylor needs a quarterback. And that's true, but I don't think that should be taken. I hope I hope Blake Shapin is – in. I mean, I hope the way he's taking this is, hey, I'm even going to I, – this is even going to make me work harder. Like, I've got so much work to do, and I'm going to go out here and win this job again no matter who they bring in here. I really hope that's the attitude Blake Shapin has right now and not oh my gosh, these people are saying all these negative things about me. Well Blake, I mean I, I think I think he understands. You you know, you you have some things not go your way and you make that many mistakes in a season and you go six and seven, people are gonna question a quarterback play. You gotta be a big boy, it's a big position. Do you have to answer for too much? Yes. Do you get too much credit when things go great? Yes. The answer is yes to that as well, Matt Pallage, good guy. We have already put in for an interview with Matt Pallage. He was on with me, I believe, April twenty seventh, two thousand twenty. That was before I broke my neck in a in a in a cycling accident in a bicycle accident. But uh, it was good to have him on back in the day. Um, we think uh, we think a lot of uh, Matt and. I just think with all that's been said and written and, and even what Dave Aranda has said and what uh, Mac Rhodes told us, Matt Pallage is the fit. He's someone Dave Aranda's very comfortable with, all right? And he is someone that's coached at Baylor, knows what it's like to be At a private school, he's one big at Baylor. He was part of that coaching staff that won 12 games and won the Sugar Bowl over Lane Kiffin and uh, Ole Miss. He then left and became the co-defensive coordinator for safeties safeties coach at Oregon. I mean, (sighs) Baylor didn't have a job like that, really, at the time. I don't think there was a great way to keep him. Another thing that's very important, and I was talking about this on the Locked On Podcast uh, podcast that Drake Toll does uh, the, the recruiting piece of this is big. He is someone that's thought of as an aggressive recruiter, and man, he'll he'll get out there in the portal. I mean, I, I think Matt Palage, He's also known as someone that has a uh, he's had a huge impact in special teams. He did it at. Uh, Louisiana, where he coached for Billy Napier before he came to Baylor. And obviously, he and uh, he and Dave Aranda developed a great relationship. Dave's comfortable with him. And I think, again, it comes down to they wanted somebody younger, maybe a little more energy, somebody that's going to be a great recruiter, and somebody who connects with the players. And there is a belief that this defensive coordinator – And this will be his first time as a defense coordinator at age 35. Let's think about it. This is about the age when Dave Aranda got to be defense coordinator for the first time. Dave Aranda started working his way up at Utah State. Then he went to Wisconsin. Then he started to get an unbelievable reputation. Then he became thought of as maybe the best defense coordinator in the country when he was at LSU. Let's hope that Matt Pallage can get on a – and I don't want to lose him to somebody. I mean, somebody might go – Oh, my gosh, we got to get Pallage as our D.C. I hope the only way they lose Matt Pallage is if Baylor does so well that somebody decides they got to come hire him as their head coach. Same thing with Grimes. I don't want to lose Grimes to a and or somebody as a coordinator. The only way I want to lose a guy like Grimes is if Baylor does so well he gets a head coaching job. And I do think people have had interest in Coach Grimes to this point, it looks like Baylor's going to be able to keep him. And uh, and I think that's a good thing. Although I know people are upset with Grimes as they're upset with everybody right now. But a good day for the Bears. I was asked what kind of grade I would give this higher. And I know our internet brothers, you know, it's like A-plus across the board. A-plus. A-plus. Uh, no, okay. I, I don't want to go that far. Um, from an experience level, and everything you could have done, like for instance, the guy that was at Wisconsin as their interim head coach, Leonard. I mean, if if Dave had have brought him in here, that would have been like another almost head coach. I mean, that level of experience and play caller and all. Now that would be an A plus. This is a B plus to an to an A, to maybe an A minus. Um, and and I, I would say for uh, for Palach, but I think this is an exciting hire. I think. Uh, I think people should feel good about this, and uh, and I think um, it'll be interesting because this guy was a great safeties coach. And the good news is, as I said earlier, the former uh, Baylor players and the parents of former players are singing the praises of Palich. Part of it is he was direct; he was extremely respectful of players and for whatever reason, Ron Roberts is no longer here because Dave Aranda did not like the way he treated players. Okay, let's just come out and say it. You can say it a bunch of different ways and say, person over player, oh, we got to connect with players. There was some kind of disconnect, and Dave Aranda did not like the way Ron Roberts interacted with his players, and that's why he's gone. And by the way, he stayed unemployed for about two minutes, all right. I have to admit, when I've been unemployed, it, 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 uh, I, don't, I think it took at least five minutes. No, it took longer than two minutes. Ron Roberts jumped right back in there. So I think he's a great football coach, but he did not fit what Baylor was needing him to be. And, uh, and they went a different direction. And welcome back to campus, Matt Palage. Like the guy, like the hire.
2: Baylor Reserve cornerback Mike Harris has announced today that he is entering the transfer portal. He played in all 13 games last season, finished with nine tackles and a fumble recovery. He'll have three years of eligibility remaining. He's the sixth Baylor football player to enter the transfer portal this year.
1: All right. I mean, we we got to deal with these things. The portal, I still think compared to most schools, Bears retaining – I mean, Aaron, this is like corporate now. You know, like you really almost need to have a, like, player retention coach or some kind of, you know, in in these companies, it's like, what's our retention rate? What's our student retention rate? Like, Baylor's always been really good at, like, student retention. Companies talk about retention. You You now need to do this with teams. And and I guess that's what all these programs, person over player and the character and the, what is that thing called, Aaron, S-A-C-E, like character development and all the things that Baylor does in that area uh, is about retaining players. It's not as easy as it used to be. Used to be you were penalized for leaving and you had to sit out a year. Now you can go and, I mean, you know, you can go play a season and, Finish your season. Last night, they, they put a quarterback in for Ole Miss, and they said, yeah, this guy's in the portal, but he did go ahead and stick around and is going to play for Ole Miss. So when Dart got hurt, Jackson Dart for Ole Miss, they put this other kid in, even though he's in the portal getting ready to go somewhere else. <laughs> I thought to myself, how about Baylor? Does he have any interest in coming for the Bears? Because somebody said, one of the one of the announcers said, This guy's got an arm. He's got a big-time arm. Well, anybody in the SEC that's the backup quarterback, I think we can say that about. It's not like they got a bunch of rag arms playing in the SEC. All right, Aaron, what else do you have for us, sir? And by the way, we'll be able to talk. Aaron, we just kind of – it's bad news, good news. The bad news is our 520 guest, Scott Drew's running a long practice He's running a long practice. He's not letting the guys out in time. So we're going to lose our 520 guest. The good news is there's going to be a lot more talk, and we'll have our people get to chime in about this defensive coordinator hire at Baylor. And, uh, and we'll do that at about 525. Now, the good news is I want to remind you, coming up here in a few minutes, we are going to speak with uh, Baylor uh, standout forward. She can play a little guard. She can do it all. She can guard the center position if she has to. Caitlin Bickle will be uh, joining us at 5 o'clock from the uh, Baylor women's team. All right, um, Aaron, back to you. What else do you have for us in Campus Confidential?
2: Some controversy after the Texas Bowl last night. Texas Tech defeated what? Ole Miss in the Texas Bowl, but yeah? after the game, Lane Kiffin accused one of the Tech players of spitting on one of his players and using a racial slur. It happened in the fourth quarter after a fumble and a scrum happened. There was some pushing and shoving and fighting. I'm not sure if there were punches thrown, but basically he said, uh, Lane Kiffin said after the game, that one of the players uh, used a racial slur and spit on one of his players. Well, the player and Texas Tech head coach Joey McGuire are denying that. Coach McGuire issued a statement. He said, we're disappointed in opposing head coach decided to insinuate serious allegations that are false and irresponsible. McGuire told the athletics, Matt Fortuna, he said, quote, I've discussed these allegations with Dimitri Moore, who was the accused player. And he disputed the two claims that were brought forth against him.
1: dimitri Moore. All right. So that is who it was alleged to have, uh, Ugh, that's no good. I mean, after the game, Kiffin was upset with the officials a lot in that game, and I saw them though talking at midfield. And you know, the thing you got to hand it to Patterson on, um, and there's a couple other coaches like that. They'll, if they got a beef, or even Gundy is a little bit like this, they'll come right at you after the game, and they'll 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 start spouting off something. Kiffin went out there and he was he was kind of laughing with Joey, and they had a nice exchange. So then to come back and now again he may have not found out the allegation or what was said, maybe until he got back to the locker room. Who knows? But um, <clears throat> that is disturbing, and uh, you hate to see the Tax Act Texas Bowl end in such a in such a manner. All right, Aaron, um, it is time to talk some Baylor women's basketball. Caitlin Bickle, one of the great players for the Bears, joins us next. Uh-huh.
9: Hey everyone happy game day I'm Christy Scales with today's Cowboys report from Nashville where the Cowboys take on the Titans on Thursday night football with Tony Pollard missing practice this week with an injury Zeke Elliott tells you about the rookie he'll share the backfield with right after this
8: Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA
9: what if it's no big deal that I'm a woman what if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label
8: it's not about where others say you should be it's about where you want to go It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals.
9: Visit swbc.com for financial services without the labels.
8: What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family, and it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys.
9: PUCT number 10007. Tonight here in Nashville, the 11-4 and four Cowboys take on the 7-8 and eight Titans. And while the Titans may rest starters in anticipation of their showdown next week with the Jaguars, the Cowboys need to play to win to keep hopes alive of an NFC East title. Running back Tony Pollard has been sidelined all week with a thigh injury, so Zeke Elliott has been sharing practice snaps with rookie Malik Davis, whose name Zeke hopes you'll hear a lot tonight.
7: Now, I don't know if I've ever ran across a rookie that's, you know, just as mature as he is, and just handles all his business on and off the field. You know, you can tell he got a great upbringing.
9: Um, very smart football player. He um, can block. He can do it all. Kickoff is 7:15 central with a game day Cowboys report. I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy report
1: brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC
9: Cadillac. Cars and trunks
8: are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com.
6: Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team, ESPN Central
4: Texas. It's happening now. The year-end inventory sell at Lone Star Structures. Prices have been slashed on in-stock storage sheds, greenhouses, kids' playhouses, chicken tractors, porch swings, picnic tables, and gliders. Conveniently shop their inventory online 24-7 at LoneStarStructures.com or visit their location at the I-35 Midway Drive exit in Temple or on Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot ask about their rent-to-own options for select items. Lone Star Structures is family owned and operated and has been building top-notch storage sheds since 1997. They have earned a solid reputation for good old-fashioned workmanship and professional service. Visit LoneStarStructures.com or call Lone Star Structures today at 254-773-5400. Hurry in, sell in soon.
8: What are you supposed to do when you pull up behind a truck that doesn't even have a hitch? I mean, it's like looking at plumber's crack. Do you cover your kid's eyes, look away and switch radio stations? Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters asking for your help to end this embarrassing form of truck nudity. If you have a truck, at some point you need to pull something. It could be a trailer to haul stuff off to the dump. Maybe a jet ski, a boat, an RV, a horse trailer, even just a bike rack. The point is, put a hitch on your truck's backside. And at Pickup Outfitters, we actually install more hitches than anything else. Whether it's a receiver hitch, a gooseneck, or a fifth wheel, we'll cover your aspirations to not drive a nude truck. And all hitches are covered by the Pickup Outfitters Lifetime Installation Guarantee. So cover your rear end with a new hitch from Pickup Outfitters on Lake Erie Drive in Waco, where we're fighting to end truck nudity in Central Texas. Check them out on our website at createacommotion.com
6: hitches. The Big 12 Blitz, weekdays at 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
3: Shop the great selection of new cars and trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Say big during the Big Finish sales event on new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star trucks with total values of up to $7,250 and no payments for 90 days. First responders get $500 in bonus cash. Come see why Ram continues to win awards every year. If we don't have what you want in stock, we'll custom build the truck of your dreams and order it today. Hurry in for some of the best deals of the year on Ram trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco.
11: There's always some new beers for you to try at Dancing Bear Pub. Since 2007, Dancing Bear Pub has featured a wide range of craft beers poured in a relaxed watering hole setting that features a vintage wood bar and a large patio. 16 rotating drafts featuring craft beers, ciders, and seltzers, plus over 50 canned options. Thursday night, it's glass giveaway night. Buy the beer from the select brewery and keep the glass. Waco's home for craft beer, Dancing Bear Pub. 1117 Spade Avenue, Waco. Hashtag
6: Sip 'em beers. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.
0: Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Audio's Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show rolls
1: on. More talk about Baylor's new defensive coordinator, but let's talk some Baylor women's basketball. Caitlin Bickle joining the program, and uh, Caitlin, welcome back to the show. And uh, this is very exciting with conference uh, about to uh, about to start up. How are you?
12: I'm good. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing fine. Now, what do you think about playing on? New Year's Eve. This is interesting to me. This uh, game at one o'clock, and uh, is this? Do you think this is a fun tradition, or would you would you prefer a more normal uh, beginning to conference play?
12: Um, I, I actually don't mind too much. Obviously, fifth year in, um, so I'm pretty used to it. <laughs> I am glad that we are finally actually playing at home during the state. <laughs> I think this is one of the times that we are so finally looking forward to it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, and I bet people will be out. That's a fun thing to do before you get ready to go to all your parties and, and do all of that, and uh, hopefully that will be a uh, a good crowd. How Caitlin, you all have had an interesting um, uh, non-conference, ups and downs, injuries, trying to get everybody. You were injured at one point. Um, how would you assess kind of where the team is? I mean, I know was, we'd all love to get Dre back in there, and, of course, that would – put you closer to full strength, but I don't know when that's going to happen. How are you guys in terms of uh, how close do you think you are to kind of being at full strength and full tilt as you get the conference slate ready to go?
12: Yeah, absolutely. I think, obviously, uh, our coach actually just talked about it the other day. Obviously, we we have never really uh, truly been able to have full strength. You know, we we haven't been able to be like other programs where I mean last year we had the exact same starting five all year you know Mm -hmm. Um, this year we've had whether I'm hurt or Asia's been hurt Jamie's been out of game Jane's been out of game Sarah literally like you know half the team's kind of been out of game almost it seems like Um, and I think for us it's obviously we need to continue to move forward and and continue to get better every day with with what we have you know we don't know um, what's going to happen or you know, when we're going to be full strength. So I think for us it's just continuing to grow with with the people that we have. And when we do add those, those other pieces, I think obviously um, it's going to be great to have everyone there.
1: How are you? I mean, you know, you had to wait a little bit early in the season. Then you got back in there, and, uh, boy, you know, it's hard to limit you. Like a, it's hard to put you, like, on a pitch count or minutes because I noticed – right away you know you were playing big minutes all of that did uh, how long did it take you caitlin to uh to kind of round into form because it's never easy when you're out for a little bit and uh, even trying to stay conditioned and all that's never quite uh, up to game speed are you feeling on top of your game
12: yeah actually shockingly uh even though i was out for like three four weeks i actually felt very much so in shape because the only thing I was doing was running. Um, So that wasn't exactly a, I'm not kidding. That's pretty much what I went in and did every day. So that wasn't exactly a huge um, stepping, you know, like that wasn't like a big obstacle for me when I came back. I think it was just kind of getting used to shooting again and, and just getting used to being out on the court instead of just kind of running on a treadmill or just running up and down, you know, so.
1: Talking to Caitlin Bickle of the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. What what do you like? Every team has a different personality. Asia, hopefully, she's getting to back to full strength and going to be able to play more minutes. What is your favorite thing ab- about this team? I mean, because you and Alyssa and Queen, I mean, y'all had all those years together and you formed that identity, and then Sarah came in around that. What what stands out to you? as you get ready to get this conference campaign going, what what are the kind of the the, the key things and the things about this particular team that excite you?
12: Uh, I think especially just obviously we didn't have uh, too many players last year. I think this year, though, we have so many different weapons. You know, obviously a huge thing for us is always defense, like continuing to grow on the defensive side of things. But I think – our team this year, it's amazing that we have so many players that can be such a high offensive threat. And any single game that you come out, it could be any, any singular person's night or several people's nights. And I think um, that's what's going to make us a really good team. I think we share the ball really well. Um, and I think it's not just, oh, one individual or two individuals that, that can score for us. It's, it's seven, eight, nine, you know, like everyone can score. And I think um, that definitely poses a great threat.
1: All right, and Dariana and Bella uh, have have obviously already played a lot of minutes, as you talked about. Give you great depth. Do you ever think back to when you first got to Baylor and think, "My gosh, what if I'd been able to play this many minutes?" It's kind of, uh, I, I bet it's kind of remarkable for you to see.
12: Yeah, uh, it's definitely come up a couple of times. I have told them, I said, "Hey, <laughs> don't be, don't be." mistakes I'm, I'm not joking i've said it i said the only time i'd ever go on as a freshman was maybe when we were up 40 or 50 you know and even <laughs> if i went in and i made one mistake i was out so i was i told him i said don't take it for granted i said y'all do what you can um with the time because i i don't think a lot of freshmen at this high of a level get that chance and they're so talented and i think it's like it's it's amazing for them to be able to get this opportunity to be able to play at such a high level so young.
1: Yeah, and that that's got to be interesting. What what kind of uh, in addition to that wisdom that you gave them to not take it for granted is um, is it kind of uh, are are you a little bit amazed at how fearless at times they can be? I mean, and I know they have different strengths. There've been games where Dariana puts up big numbers. Uh, Bella does not mind taking key shots um is does that stand out to you the fact that the willingness already to to kind of step up in big moments
12: yeah for sure I think I think is uh at least when I remember I'm a freshman you always get nervous and things like that but I think they've done such a great job um just stepping up to the plate you know they're, they're trying to do as much as they can um obviously being so young you I know when I was young I had so much to learn Um, And I think it's just been amazing to kind of see them just figure out their roles. You know, I think they're such different players, like you said, Um, Bella's never afraid to take a shot in a big moment. Bugs is going to get every single board possible that she can. Um, So I think they're both such different players and so amazing for our team.
1: All right. What is, um, what, since we don't ever get to see her play, what's Dre like in practice is, uh, I mean, she puts, obviously she came with great credentials and, all the things she did at Kentucky and elsewhere is—is uh, uh, is she pretty tough to to handle in practice? What's uh, what, is, what? What What is she like since we don't we haven't ever gotten to see her play? I mean, at least oh, at Baylor, she's
12: awesome. She's awesome. She's a bucket for sure. I'm not gonna lie. I got to uh, <laughs> in practice today. I got to be on her team, and we just looked at each other, and we were like, "This is fun," you know, kind of this is because I'm not. Um, it's not like you know. In certain practices, maybe we're the ones always having to guard her just so that we can prep, and she challenges us. Um, so it was great kind of getting to be on her team today, and, and it's just going to be amazing to have her back, you know. All
1: right. Now, what's the scout like uh, on this team? You got TCU coming in. Uh, you start looking at some of these conference teams. I don't know how early you started. I guess you waited till you know your last game was over, but you've had a few days now to kind of ramp up to this. What is, um, what's kind of, what do you have to know about, I know they're scrappy, because I I, I saw, I saw, I've seen some video of this team, and they'll get after you a little bit. What what stands out to you?
12: Yeah, TCU's always been a tough team. Obviously, um, this year they have a lot of uh, different and new players, transfers, uh, just things like that. I think for obviously, it's always going to be a huge, you know, being tough, rebounding, um, being able to stay in front of people, guarding our yards, things like that. Um, obviously, scouts change depending on teams, but we always go into things like, hey, we have, I guess you could say, like we have kind of um, certain things that we like to cover each game, obviously, um, and just we're always going to be, be big on rebounding, being tough, getting on the floor for loose ball, loose balls, Um and it just depends, you know. Personnel is obviously key in this game, um, but I think for us, it's just obviously toughness, being able to rebound, and and just playing hard with them. You know, TC always plays hard against us.
1: Well, you've never backed away from uh, a confrontation or anything, so uh, just keep your <laughs> keep your head on a swivel. You know, I I don't even know what the uh, ramifications were from that, but that was kind of interesting a few weeks ago as y'all prepare for TCU by the way did you get to uh, get to go home for a couple of days for Christmas y'all had a pretty quick turnaround there what was uh how was how was your how were your holidays
12: it was amazing it's it's always nice to to get to go home I am glad to be back in Waco because it feels like number one home for me having been here five years but it's definitely amazing to get to spend time with family
1: Okay, you didn't have to get caught up in like trying to take Southwest anywhere. You may have noticed some people, some people are having trouble uh, across the country travel wise.
12: Yeah, I I was originally on Southwest um, and found (laughs) out the flight was canceled at two in the morning and we moved it real quick. So I luckily, you know, our team all got back safe and sound um, and have been able to practice this week, which is amazing.
1: All right. I heard Jana. It was a close call, but she made it. Uh, she made it back in time. And I heard she was getting to. Uh, you're used to being at the mic, representing the team. But I noticed in one of those, uh, one of those big uh, media availabilities, Jana was stepping up to the plate. are did you give her any pointers on uh, what she should say? Or do you think do you think she's just fine in that situation? Oh, she's
12: got it. They've all got it. They're they're good. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right well they uh it'll be that's gonna be fun to, to see you guys um uh, get going and everything do you ever um uh, kayla do you ever look at the rankings or think oh i can't believe this team's not ranked or i can't believe we're ranked there do y'all look at that on a week-to-week basis or is it i mean y'all been ranked for so many years i guess it's not a big deal to you but i do you ever do you peek at those things or do you not really spend any time on it
12: um I think for us, it's not focusing really on that stuff. Obviously, uh, rankings change every single week. Anything can happen. There's upsets that happen all the time. Obviously, one happened today. Um, but they happen all the time. You know? So for us, I think it's more so just focusing on getting better every single day and, and winning one game at a time. So I think we're just more focused on ourselves and, and growing and, instead of kind of looking at all the, that stuff going on on the outside. Do you
1: think that Arizona game uh, in the end kind of could end up being a good thing? You never want to get beat and especially the way it happened, but in some ways, did that grab y'all's focus? What was, what was the, your biggest takeaway from, from that outing? Uh,
12: big takeaway is just toughness. Um, big thing for us is just, you know, obviously we, we prepped for it and, and obviously Arizona played a better game than us, uh, I think for us, it's a great learning. You know, a, a, it serves such a lesson for us that that we came back and, and we just continue to grow. You know, I think obviously it, it always stinks to lose, but I think for us, we can't dwell on it. We, we need to look at the things and we need to be able to say, hey, we didn't do good at this or, hey, we need to get better in this area so that we can be the team and, and reach our goals that we set at the beginning of the year. So I think for us, we we aren't dwelling on it. We aren't sitting here like, Oh, I should have mm-hmm. done this and that. I think for us it's just been like, Hey, let's do this better. Hey, this happened in this game, so let's not let it happen again, you know.
1: Well, you got plenty of ranked teams, including yourselves, to play, and so you're right. You can't be looking back. Did you happen to watch the other night uh uh during the break, Luca get his sixty point, twenty one rebounds, ten assists? Now you've had some I'm trying to think back. I feel like you've had maybe some, some uh, you've maybe either come close or or uh, you've had some pretty big numbers over the years. But did that that was pretty astounding, wasn't it?
12: Yeah, that was definitely crazy um, seeing that <laughs> pop up. It's, it's always amazing when um, players are still doing that. So
1: yeah, well that that puts him with uh, Wilt. He passes Wilt and Elgin Baylor and he's the only one to have ever achieved that a 60-20-10 game. All right. So uh that that's pretty pretty wild. Well, Caitlin, always good to catch up with you and um we will look forward to Saturday. I'm trying to get it all right. We got we got Baylor at 1. And then the college football playoff we've got the college football semifinals, and the bear. I think the men are playing at the same time as you guys are. Obviously, Iowa State. So a very busy day. Now, will you after the game go watch all the football games? Are you into any of this, or uh, maybe maybe spend the day beating TCU and then rooting against TCU, or will you be rooting for the frogs? Um, I definitely do
12: love college football. Um, obviously, we we plan to beat TCU. Um, for basketball, but obviously it's a huge deal that Big 12 has has someone in the playoffs uh, for football. So obviously, rooting for Big 12 as a whole um, for at least football.
1: Okay, well, that's a good answer. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, well, listen, great, uh, great catching up with you. Uh, best of luck on uh, Saturday. We'll be watching and uh, hope it's a, hope it's a great uh, day and a great win for the Bears. Appreciate it, Caitlin. Thank you. Kaitlin Bickle, forward for the Bears, 6-1. Can play the post, can play guard, can slip outside, hit the three, and um, always good to catch up with some uh, Baylor women's basketball as the Bears get ready to play on New Year's Eve. This is going to be crazy. New Year's Eve, college football playoff, got two games, got the Baylor men playing at one, the Baylor women playing at one. Aaron, are you going to have to uh, are you going to have to work the game from a radio standpoint, or could you go over there and take that in the one o'clock Baylor women's game?
2: No, I will be running the men.
1: Oh man, okay. The win- Oh, that's right. Okay. What what will the uh, well? I'll, I'll sort that out. I'll sort that off the air, and I'll make all our announcements where everybody can be heard. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, we uh, we continue on, and we'll get back into. We got a couple things. Baylor has hired a new defensive coordinator. We have a lot of thoughts on that, and I know you'll have some thoughts on it. six six two1660 If you want to text about it, uh, Matt Pallage, the new defensive coordinator, and the Cowboys have a game tonight. The Dallas Cowboys are getting ready to play on a Thursday night. We have an embarrassment of riches. It's all next.
9: This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Here's the voice of the Bears,
2: John Morris.
3: Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor men's basketball number 12 in the nation knocks off Nichols to wrap up non-conference play with the start of league play ahead on Saturday. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Shop the great selection of new cars and trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Say big during the Big Finish sales event on new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star trucks with total values of up to $7,250 and no payments for 90 days. First responders get $500 in bonus cash. Come see why Ram continues to win awards every year. If we don't have what you want in stock, we'll custom build the truck of your dreams and order it today. Hurry in for some of the best deals of the year on Ram trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco.
6: Are you a proud Baylor
1: fan? Do you love prizes? The Baylor Bold Rewards app allows fans to track their attendance across athletic events and earn rewards. Baylor Athletics wants to reward the most loyal fans, so register online today at BaylorBoldRewards.com or download the Baylor Bold Rewards app straight to your phone. Prizes this year are better than ever, so start earning your rewards points today and sign up for Baylor Bold Rewards.
2: You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris.
3: And welcome back, Baylor Men's Basketball ran their record to 10 and two on the season with an 85-56 win over Nichols last night in the Farrell Center. The Bears led by 14 at halftime. Nichols cut it to as close as six in the second half. But then the Bears poured it on to win their 13th straight game on the home floor in the Farrell Center. Freshman guard Keontae George led the way with 21 points, also four assists and six rebounds on the night, 20 points by a now healthy Adam Flagler, 17 off the bench for Langston Love, and the first double-double in career highs for postman Josh Ojonwuna, 11 points and 11 rebounds in the game. So the Bears get a win coming off the Christmas break and heading into their Big 12 opener on Saturday after the game, head coach Scott Drew.
5: You know, everybody coming off of a Christmas break wishes you had some time to practice, but it's equal. And when it's equal, then then it's fair. So uh, with that, we it's important guys get home, get a Christmas break, and now... In the Big 12, after a game or two, people be used to the rigors, but early on, especially, you're 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 always worried as a coach about anything. But especially coming after finals break, uh, last game before Christmas, first game back, and then a quick turnaround in the conference. So, Scott
3: Drew and the Bears now 10 and two on the season, headed to Ames to play Iowa State on Saturday. It's a 1 p.m. tip-off Saturday from Hilton Coliseum for the Bears' Big 12 conference opener. And the Baylor women back in action Saturday as well at home, opening Big 12 play in the Farrell Center against TCU. The broadcast on 104.9 FM and Big 12 now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris.
6: The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central
4: Texas.
8: What are you supposed to do when you pull up behind a truck that doesn't even have a hitch? I mean, it's like looking at plumber's crack. Do you cover your kid's eyes, look away and switch radio stations? Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters asking for your help to end this embarrassing form of truck nudity. If you have a truck, at some point you need to pull something. It could be a trailer to haul stuff off to the dump. Maybe a jet ski, a boat, an RV, a horse trailer, even just a bike rack. The point is, put a hitch on your truck's backside. And at Pickup Outfitters, we actually install more hitches than anything else. Whether it's a receiver hitch, a gooseneck, or a fifth wheel, we'll cover your aspirations to not drive a nude truck. And all hitches are covered by the Pickup Outfitters lifetime installation guarantee. So cover your rear end with a new hitch from Pickup Outfitters on Lake Erie Drive in Waco, where we're fighting to end truck nudity in Central Texas. Check them out on our website at createacomotioncom slash hitches.
0: Happy New Year from ESPN
11: Central Texas. Run, don't walk, to the Baylor Line Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Lion Foundation member today at BaylorLionFoundation.com.
5: Empower your financial future with First Central Credit Union. Get in motion with First Central's free checking that pays you cash back and refunds fees from ATMs nationwide. Enjoy an automatic savings feature and free reward checking while being the MVP of a new cashback season. It's a snap to apply online at firstcentralcu.com.
4: Eligibility and qualification supply member NCUA.
9: La Fiesta restaurant and cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around central Texas. La Fiesta, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. You can order any of the delicious Tex Mex food online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. From the La Fiesta Figure to yours. Have a happy new year.
10: Hi, everyone. Brian Reese here, general manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco, wanting to wish everyone a happy holiday season this year. December is new bike month as we close out an incredible record year here at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Come see me and purchase any brand new 2022 model Harley and receive a $1,000 gift card to use as you please. Again, happy holidays from Harley-Davidson of Waco.
4: SPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weich with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. Kansas came up short in triple overtime to Arkansas 55 53 in the Liberty Bowl. Texas Tech got the Big 12's first bowl win of the season, beating Ole Miss 42 25 in the Texas Bowl. Raiders head coach Joey McGuire got a six year extension just hours before kickoff. Bowl season continues today with Syracuse and Minnesota in the Pinstripe Bowl, OU and Florida State in the Cheez-It Bowl, and Texas and Washington in the finale tonight with the Alamo Bowl kicking off at 8 o'clock. Baylor basketball beat Nickel State 85-56 in the Ferrell Center last night. Thursday night football has Cowboys and Titans tonight kickoff at 7:15, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. The MT Rice basketball tournament at Midway High School continues today with a full slate of boys and girls games. Sports Center every twenty minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs>
1: that was, Aaron. That was a mic drop moment, but not for, not because I said anything good. I I was wondering what, I thought you fell. No, I was reach I was reaching for it. I mean we were talking and then suddenly I I heard the music and then That's, I dropped it. Yeah, I was like, "Oh man, there's a good sound effect. Me just dropping my mic." You know, to pull back the curtain a little bit, I take the mic like I'm like I'm at a club or something. You know like I'm or I'm uh you know I I I'm like a singer. I just I hold it in my I hold it up to my mouth, and I do the whole show like that, and I find it keeps me a little more engaged. I mean, I've done radio for a long time, and I used to just kind of sit back and have the mic close to my mouth, and just, I don't know. This keeps me a little more focused, Aaron. Can you imagine me less focused
2: than I am? (laughs) Me too, because I I found that Standing up does the same thing for me. Like, if I sit down, I can adjust the microphone either way, but I just get less distracted if I'm standing up and and doing things. I like that.
1: And then I don't hear you. If you're standing up, you can't be typing a bunch. Boy, I used to hear that typing or something. (laughs) Simcox used to be in there typing away, pecking away. I'd be like, stop that. (laughs) I'd hear all that stuff. Of course, I would get distracted, very easily distracted. And, um, well, good to have Caitlin Bickle. Now, I had advertised yesterday, I think I had mentioned, that Baylor um, Associate Head Coach John Jakus would be on with us today. Well, practice went long. And even though Jakus is one of the most devoted supporters you could ever find of the Matt Mosley show, he couldn't do his show. I mean, what are you going to do? Can you imagine him just explaining to Scott in the middle of practice, I'm sorry, Scott, I I need to go do Mosley. And... uh it did not happen today, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Focus on Iowa State, then you know do Mosley after that. We'll shoot for Tuesday because we're off Monday. We get there's some kind of national holiday because when when all these things happen on weekend, they'll give you a holiday. Aaron, did did our management not figure that out for the Monday after Christmas? <laughs> did they not realize that? Anyway, they have figured it out for um, New Year's Day. And, uh, and so we'll be off Monday after New Year's Day, the Sunday, and then we'll be back on Tuesday doing our thing. All right, game time. John Morris, the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron, um, as we get going here, and I want to talk about this Baylor, uh, the new defensive coordinator, but can you give us an update on the bowl games? Um, I, I, I was monitoring it closely last night. Now, Aaron, interestingly, and our audience will find this interesting, I think, the Mavs, the Longhorns, and the Cowboys will all be playing at the same time tonight. Now, who's going to have the bigger rating? Well, it's a little tricky because the, 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 the Cowboys will be streaming on Amazon. But, yes, they'll still blow everybody away. The Cowboys... Let me rank this. Who's going to pull the biggest rating? It'll be the Cowboys and then the Longhorns and then the Mavs. And nothing against the Mavs. It's just that Lucas coming off this enormous game, and tonight's game is against the Rockets. And I like any NBA game. And in fact, I've got loved ones going to the game tonight. My uh uh I hope that's yeah, that's already been that I was making sure that wasn't a surprise gift. Yes, I think she knows about this. Uh, my my uh, uh, niece Millie and her dad and my brother-in-law, Joseph, are headed to um, Mavs Rockets, I believe, is happening tonight. So, Aaron, do you ever – anyway, I'm having trouble keeping all my days straight, um, but that's going to be an exciting time. But Mavs, um, University of Texas, and the Cowboys play at the same time. Now, Aaron, I believe we have – are the Sooners – are the Sooners in action as we speak? And what's happening in that game? Because these are two major college football bluebloods getting it on.
2: Yeah, there are four bowl games today. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, three. Excuse
1: mm-hmm. me. And
2: my page. Hold on just a second.
1: Oh my gosh. Between the two of us, right. I ran I out of juice. I just had it. Last I must have segment. hit the back button. It's okay. Sorry.
2: Three okay. three bowl games today. One in the books, the Pinstripe Bowl, Minnesota gets the 28-20 win over Syracuse. Oklahoma right now leading Florida State 14 to 3 in the Citrus Bowl. That's with 10:20 left in the second quarter. And the other game tonight also involving a Big 12 team, the Valero Alamo Bowl as number 20 Texas takes on number 12 Washington. At 8 o'clock, you can hear that game over on our sister station, 104.9 Star FM, starting with the pregame at 7 o'clock.
1: Are you encouraging people to listen to the Longhorns? <laughs> yeah, that's okay. 104.9, yeah, check that out. And then um, uh, and then remember that you can hear the Cowboys game right here on ESPN Central Texas. And then, of course, listen to the Bears. We'll get that all sorted out, but the uh, men will be on ESPN Central Texas at 1 o'clock against Iowa State. Women, Aaron, will that be? Will that will that be also be on 104. 104. Nine. Yeah. 104 1049, the women. You can hear Derek and Sophia on the call as the women host TCU. Still don't quite understand why you would play on New Year's Eve to start your conference slate, but whatever. These things happen. I got to say, last night, I kind of got jazzed about college basketball, Aaron seeing the scores of those SEC games. Florida barely got beat on like a last-minute type shot or last-second shot, and then um, Missouri beat the brakes off of Kentucky. And so I was, I was kind of interested, in Mississippi State was playing somebody. Is that a good description of that game? Mississippi State was playing somebody? I don't know. I can't remember. Mississippi State was playing somebody, and I believe they lost in that game. And I wish I could tell you who they were playing against. I'll tell you who's having a bad season so far, and that is the Fighting Texas Aggies. Okay, um, let me uh, let me talk about uh, Aaron. The situation with the uh, Baylor defense coordinator—they have hi- made a hire, and it is none other than Matt Pallage. You might that might name might be familiar to you. He was on the Baylor staff in two thousands. Uh, season in 2021 had the great season in 2021 he came from louisiana where he'd been with billy napier and of course when baylor was hiring aranda napier's name was in the running he was one of the names that was in there and but aranda had crossed paths with him knew of his work can't remember if pallage might have spent a little time at lsu at some point but i know he was at louisiana and pallage really left, I mean, made a great impact there. They had wonderful special teams, big-time returns. Bears struggled with the return game even though, I mean, think about when Ebner was playing for Baylor in 2021 and even the year before. Ebner had some unbelievable returns. Well, Pallage was responsible for a lot of that special teams work. Then he was also the safeties coach. And think about 2021, JT Woods off to the NFL to play for the Rams. Petrie off to the NFL to play for the, the horrible Texans. But he's been great. I mean, he's been almost playing at a at an all-rookie or a rookie of the year type clip. He was one of the few things going well for the Texans. Well, Matt Pallage coached those guys. Now, I've been getting reports <clears throat> throughout the day from former players... And the parents of former players in, in saying really good things about Palage, Is he the most experienced guy in the world? No. Has he called plays at the college level? No, he hasn't. But the good news is he's under the guy that was considered the greatest defensive coordinator in college football in Dave Aranda. All right. So I think it's a pretty good guy to learn under. He's already coached under Aranda. He has a feel for what Aranda wants. Will there be a a learning curve? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But Palage, uh according to the people I talked to, he just he has a he has a, a great ability to be very respectful to the players, to get the most out of players. So I think he he hits that thing that Baylor was looking for, and and Aaron brought it up earlier today. Um, Mac Rhodes said to us on the show last Tuesday in person, I said, Mac, what are you looking for in this defensive coordinator? I know you've been on these conversations. And he said, hey, here's what it is. Hopefully a young up and coming coach who can relate to players uh, and and someone that values uh, person over player. And now. You say that so much sometimes, and I think it can become kind of cliche or trite or whatever, but I think Baylor is genuine with meaning that. And the issue with the reason they moved on from Ron Roberts was not that Ron Roberts wasn't great at X's and O's and that that he wasn't a good defensive coach. For whatever reason, Dave Aranda did not like the way some of his coaches were relating to their players. He kept bringing it up all season, like early, after the loss to BYU. There was another loss fairly early in the season. And he talked about not weaponizing um, these losses. And and what he he meant is don't let your, as a coach, let your ego get so tied in to how the, the results of the game that you end up basically beating down these players to the point they can't come back from it. And, of course, the, the, the Nick Sabans of the world, the old-school Bill Parcelses of the world would be like, what? What are you talking about? Person over player. Well, you know what? Things change. Now, of course, Saban's still getting it done in that way. But I guarantee you he's had to change. He's had to change how he treats players. He's had to change his whole offense. I mean, he had to wake up a few years ago and go, can't just keep pounding this football. I'm going to have to throw it. I'm going to have to add some of this stuff. We're going to have to have some RPO. We're going to have to have some spread. We're going to have to. We can't do this. And that's where Sark and Lane Kiffin and and, and Bill O'Brien and Dayball and all those offensive coaches came in at, uh, at Alabama. Uh, I think Pallage has the ability, I, I think he's, I think he's probably going to have a chance to be a head coach someday. Let's hope he's a great coordinator for a few years before that happens. And that the only way he leaves Baylor, again, because he's left once, to go to Oregon. Now, again, people just tuning in. Matt Pallage, Baylor's new defense coordinator, comes to us from Oregon, where he was the safeties coach slash special teams Actually, in Oregon, he was actually he was a safeties coach, co defensive coordinator. All right, but he but he also at Baylor and also at Louisiana before that, Louisiana Lafayette, he was known for being tremendous in special teams. And the way it works in college, now they'll find somebody to replace Ronnie Wheat, who is a special teams guru. Hopefully, that can that can coach that part of the game up. But because um, this is a background and because Pallage brought so much in that area, I promise you he'll have a big impact on the special teams. You, you, Baylor, it was such an enormous <clears throat> you know, aspect of the team to have a great returner like Tristan Ebner that when you didn't have it. And by the way, Baylor has people that could be great returners. You think Monterey Baldwin can't be a great returner? You think the kid from Heath, um, who's going to be so great for the Bears, can't return? But they, they're going to have to have people coach it up and coach it up better. And I do think um, all aspects will be helped with the arrival of Matt Palage. Okay, a couple of uh, loose ends to tie up and to get you ready for the Cowboys tonight. We'll do that next in the dismount. Happy New Year from ESPN Central Texas. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General
6: Manager
0: of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price.
7: Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota
11: Quality, Waco Values. There's always some new beers for you to try at Dancing Bear Pub. Since 2007, Dancing Bear Pub has featured a wide range of craft beers poured in a relaxed, watering hole setting that features a vintage wood bar and large patio. 16 rotating drafts featuring craft beers, ciders, and seltzers, plus over 50 canned options. Thursday night, it's glass giveaway night. Buy the beer from the select brewery and keep the glass. Waco's home for craft beer, Dancing Bear Pub. 1117 Spade Avenue, Waco. Hashtag Sip 'em beers.
6: The Cowboys Update, weekdays at 725 a.m. and 4.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
7: BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recess lighting, LED above and undercount lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel upgrades, and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill.
0: 254-292-8908.
7: Call
0: BP Services with electricity's on your list. Call BP Services your needs. I pry home d 292 Your knee is I pry home
9: NeighborWorks Waco is now in their 30th year of assisting families in the Waco area and purchasing their first home. Today, over 3,200 families have been assisted, and these new homeowners have gained over $320 million in home equity through these years. Would you like to be a part of these results? Give us a call at 254-752-1647 or register to get started at www.nw-waco.org. Let NeighborWorks Waco open the door to homeownership for you you and your family. Locally owned and operated, Automatic Chef is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef for all their break room supplies. They offer micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, and innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef design a break room that fits your needs. 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and at AutomaticChefCanteen.com.
4: ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by BP Services. Kansas came up short in triple overtime to Arkansas, 55 to 53, in the Liberty Bowl. Texas Tech got the Big 12's first bowl win of the season, beating Ole Miss 42 25 in the Texas Bowl. Raiders head coach Joy McGuire got a six-year extension just hours before kickoff. Bowl season continues today with Syracuse and Minnesota in the Pinstripe Bowl, OU and Florida State in the Cheez It Bowl. And Texas and Washington in the finale tonight with the Alamo Bowl kicking off at 8 o'clock. Beta Basketball beat Nickel State 85-56 in the Ferrell Center last night. Thursday night football has Cowboys and Titans tonight, kickoff at 7:15, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. The MT Rice basketball tournament at Midway High School continues today with a full slate of boys and girls games. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN
6: Central Texas. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Oh, man, what a time of the year this is. One thing I love, for years I loved this time of year, was uh, the holiday basketball tournaments. You heard Ward talking about the one, I believe, at uh, Waco High School. Um, I grew up in the Metroplex, and so... I would attend all those. The Whataburger Tournament. I think that was the one in Fort Worth. There is one in Allen, Texas tonight. And the number one team in the state, uh, Lake Highlands, is playing the number seven team in the state, Allen. And there's a 2024 guard uh, for Lake Highlands that is Baylor's number one target. His name is Trey Johnson, and he is an unbelievable player. And Lake Highlands is a great high school team. And I'm so grateful that uh, Trey has not gone off to one of those prep schools. And he stayed and played for his high school. He has great friends and is a really high character guy with a tremendous, tremendous game. And so uh, uh, the Bears always have one eye on what Trey's up to over at Lake Highlands. Uh, in fact, uh, John Calipari... Uh, Scott Drew, well, Chris Beard, when Chris Beard was not in trouble, uh, all showing up at uh, Lake Islands High School. Let's hope that Trey ends up on the Bears. That game's going on right now. But uh, shout out to all the high school parents, players, and coaches out there. Love these holiday tournaments. Everybody have fun watching the Cowboys, the Longhorns, the Mavs, whatever you choose to watch tonight. We'll discuss it all tomorrow Four o'clock, straight up. Good night, everybody.
6: This is the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears,
3: John Morris. Everybody's number, time a check of Big 12 football on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, two more Big